Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin, the mustache brunier. Welcome in. What's going Colin. on? How are you, Mr. 200 boy? Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about my team performance <laughs> so far this uh, week. You know, there's a chance my kicker gets negative points and I drop below 200, so I don't want to be cocky. <laughs> Better but, safe uh, than sorry, I guess. Yeah, it's fucking Monday, so that's kind of, you know, we're going to do a little Monday mini pod for you, get a little update from the weekend. Might be a little rusty. Yeah. We missed a few days. We did. We missed a few days. We might be a little like a little Deshaun action. We might be rusty yep. today. Um, but we'll work through it. I want to get back on track because we got some like the last week of the season after this one and then the playoffs. I feel like we got to. If this podcast was for anything, it's for these moments right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Really want to highlight what's going on. And so that's what we're going to do. Um, it's we have one game left in week 13. I was going to say it's week 14, but still week 13. We have one game left. It's Monday night, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. That's in a, a couple hours from now. We're looks like we got a couple people playing, or some people have players in, but most of the matchups aren't. Yeah, I think most close. of the matchups are pretty much the computer's giving them a 99. Or a hundred percent chance, one way. Well, I'll say that because Mike has well one percent. Right, like I, I don't want to. We're not going to have chances. Right, so we're not going to really go over the matchups today per se until they're done and over with. I don't want to jinx anybody. I don't want to. Yeah. Do any of that shit? It's not like uh, any fifty-fifty games like in the last few weeks when we did that. So we're just going to leave that for now, and we were we're going to talk about some injuries. Um, some top performances from the week uh, in terms of individual players, and then, and then we might bring in uh, something from the preseason that we haven't heard yeah. about in a while. So if we have enough time at the end, maybe a little. Hope, maybe hopefully, we'll we don't. In there. <laughs> or just my answer redacted. <laughs> but uh, uh, dude, for injuries, I saw Fournette is playing tonight. He is playing tonight. Do you have him in? No, because I, w- I was going to say mean, you started him the whole weekend. Play, oh, I know. Yeah, I, no, I would have had him on my bench. Yeah, that was scared. I don't know um, how much he's really going to. Well, probably not even. Yeah, he yeah. might get like partial touches. Right. But well, I'm glad good. I made that. Because he was back trending way down. Right. Well, yeah. Well, 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 I mean, at least he's playing tonight. That's yeah, a good sign. Um, you want to talk about injuries? I have some. Sure. Let's hear him. Well, this one is pretty brutal. Lamar. Oh, yeah. We were at the bar when this happened. It's. I mean, right now, aren't they? They're not saying he's out yet, but he's he's out, right? Do you think? Yeah. Well, he came out of the game on Sunday with that knee injury, but they haven't ruled him out for, like, this week's game. Okay. Maybe it's not as serious. I heard it was. I think Harbaugh said it was day to week instead of like day. Very intelligent comment there week. by Harbaugh. Right. Mm-hmm. Day to week. Guy, He's a smart guy. So he comes up with smart comments like that. Well, hopefully he's not out, but I mean, with him running so he's, much. Well, he's been trending down. Like, I feel like he's yeah. been playing through an injury and in, like 
I don't know if it was a, that's a good point the injury before that he's maybe made worse now that he came out of the game or if it's a who's new their backup game. he's not that bad who is their it's like Lamar Mini isn't it doesn't he yeah um shoot I can't remember his name I'll have to look that up but um yeah maybe worth at least looking at it well I don't know Hardly. Offenses, yeah. I don't know. It just sucks because Lamar is a huge part of fantasy, and I know Mike right. kind of made a gamble between him and Tua earlier in the season when he made a trade, and now he's really depending on Lamar to be there for him, and this really yep. sucks. Well, and <clears throat> you guys was on the list too, right? Tua was on the list too, so I guess it's. I guess both of those guys, actually. I didn't even realize that. But in terms of Lamar and in terms of the impact it had this week, he came out pretty early. You're playing Mike yeah. this week. I, Mike, I just can't say how lucky I am that that happened. I think right. he ended with like less than two points. I think he had like one and a half points before he came out of the game. We're talking about fantasy points. And just in terms of your guys' matchup, that was a big part, like a big chunk of Mike's projected points before the weekend started, you know? And it's a, it's really a perfect example of, cause I mean, I was right. not confident at all. It's a perfect example. Right. But one injury it could sway at. everything. Right. Yep. And, and then so you're talking, we're talking about your individual matchup, but then you, you zoom out even slightly more and then you look at the playoff picture. Yep. You and Mike were both six and actually, Mike was five and seven, I think. Yeah. And you were six and six going into this week. And so he was really fighting for his life, and so are you. And it's like, holy shit, dude. You were, I mean, your team was trending down. We were talking about it. And for you to have a chance, good looking chance coming into this Monday night game, it is incredible. That's, you I mean, hate, you hate, you hate it because, it, you know, because of an injury. But hey, right. I guess it's better to be lucky. But, like, that's just an example of what could happen to any team on any given week. Fact. So that's, like, you know, don't give up. Like, Lucas and Thomas, don't give up down there at the bottom, boys. You know, you could still uh, still have stuff to fight for down yeah, there. Yeah, Tom said something about – I saw that in the chat. Uh, we said something about, like, throwing scraps down there. And it's like, yeah. Tom, I'm trying to be nice to the people down there right now because I'm going to be there in about two seconds <laughs> next week. I'll be right with you. Right, you'll be sharing scraps. Tom will have like a, a bed made up for you down there. Colin, we've been waiting for he, he, Tom, you. Tom, I can see Tom being the boss down there. He's like you know? huddled he, by He makes all the rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't want to get beat up. I will say, <clears throat> before this Lamar injury, of all the teams that were not like trending towards or locked into the pit of punishment, Mike's team was strong, dude. If Mike's record yeah. was different right now, his team would be scary, like it going into the playoffs. Scary. Yeah, but I just mean like, okay, so he lost Lamar this week, so it's not looking great for oh, him. Oh, right, right. Yeah. In terms of his record to make the playoffs. Yep. But his roster as a whole really looks it's good. Solid. Yeah. You and really... he, dude, he claimed, um, who Tom Brady. So yeah, there's his Tom backup. Brady. Oh shit! So. That's He's true. Too worried. That's like the best backup you would. He really... did grab Tom Brady off before the injury. 
and I think Mike has Chris Godwin, who is Tom Brady's number one receiver over there in Tampa. And so that is a great stack to have for Mike moving forward. So that's a great point, dude. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So maybe not. Perfect I mean, even if Lamar doesn't play, maybe that's not even as bad of a scenario for Mike's like roster being down there in the bottom portion of the bracket. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We don't want to, you know, say it before it happens. So we'll see what happens tonight on Monday night. Got a good chance here. Um, who else is on this list? Cortland Sutton. I think that's maybe one of Blake's guys. He came out. I think he ended with zero points. Um, I can't remember. I think he was hamstring. But, huh? Yeah, hamstring. That sucks for him. I mean, but good for Jerry Judy, who just came back from injury this week. Yeah. So I, theory, I figured, he oh, I traded points. him to Mike. I don't think he started him. Yeah, I didn't start him this week in my other league. I mean, he, he did, like, fine. Yeah. But I think he'll do better. Well, as much better as much better as he could possibly do with fucking <laughs> Russell Wilson. I'm shocked they're still letting Russell Wilson start. Yeah. What I haven't watched any. Like I'm so fed up he with the freaking Broncos. He bad. is bad. They are terrible, dude. Their defense like, is amazing. They gave up three points the whole game. All their losses are like five to four. <laughs> you know, nuts, seven man. ten. Yeah. But he oh, he's God. out. He, so he came out. Um, zero points, so that sucks for whoever started. But I think it didn't matter for Blake. He's looking pretty good. Didn't matter anyways. Um, Josh Jacobs, same thing. Um, he Well, he played, but he was, he's limited in practice. So I guess something to keep an eye on for him. I kind of thought it was up in the air if he was going to play this week. I mean. Yeah, he might be. He's probably one of those guys that's playing with something. Colin, he had the dreaded Q next to his name. Mm-hmm. And like you, uh, you're a firm believer that those mean nothing. Yeah. And I guess this week it did mean nothing, but this is on the their actual team injury report. So something definitely to keep an eye on. Yeah. Who Especially because he uh, gets just a massive workload. That, I was like just going to say that he's one like, of the few bell cows and like bell cow running backs left in the NFL. Now, most teams do at least like a two headed backfield, you know, if not three. Three now is like you right. know, becoming common. Right. Yeah, he's a workhorse, so that sucks. But hopefully they're just keeping an eye on him. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Keep him, um, try to keep him healthy and fresh. Matthew Stafford. I don't know if Thomas has been playing him, but he might finally be able to bench the guy. Spinal cord contusion, most <laughs> likely out of here. Oh, God. Yeah, and it's like, what are they even playing for at this point? Like their season is right. an absolute embarrassment right now. Even before they lost Cup, they were terrible. And like, literally, their offense is what? What can they do without and Cooper Cup? I, and then it's just so shocking. It's like, how did that happen? That's what happened. Well, they were saying like the Rams put all this money into last year's season, and they paid all these top-heavy players like big, huge contracts, and they had no depth on their team. And last year they. Some would say by luck they stayed as one of the healthier healthier or healthiest teams in the NFL last season, which is really a recipe to go far into the playoffs. I mean, obviously you have to be good to win the Super Bowl and everything. But now it's coming back to bite them in the ass because they have no depth on their team. Their roster is so top-heavy. 
and they got these injuries now, and there's nothing that like their backup receivers are. I do. Are I don't even know who they are. Allen Robinson, who is they paid a contract to when they brought him in, but he is like washed up. I guess I don't even know. And then Van Jefferson, and then who? Who after that? Kyron Williams. He's, I think he's a running back, but I I wavered him. He's a rookie like, running back too. Yeah. So, but he got like no points, dude. It's kind of like when we go all out and they don't and even have trade picks. for one week. You know what I mean? Kind of, right. Like right. if I traded you, they sold for, out to. One. I was like, I need but to fuck, beat Matt, but they want this a is like a keeper league. They want a Super Bowl. Right. Exactly. That's, so that's, it was worth it. Right. They actually maybe they just been partying. Coaches have been just maybe not working. But it's uh, interesting to see how they're they are the worst. Super Bowl winning, or they're the worst like defending Super Bowl champion ever in the season following a Super Bowl win. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I mean, I know they're hurt. It's and historically stuff, going bad. From that good to that bad is shocking. Who? Oh, two was on here as well. I'm not worried about oh, this one. He's apparently got a sore ankle. Uh, he did Point. leave the game. Could have came back. Right, right. He's going to be completely fine and healthy. Well, that's good. I mean, it was scary when he came out because it's like, yeah, it's holy kidding? shit. Yeah. Um, but we did lose a quarterback, Jimmy G. Did you see that? I did. And I, I said it to Tyler, and he was like, oh, it's nothing. Don't, don't, you know, why are you even saying that? It's like, I don't know, dude, because I've been calling out injuries all day, all afternoon. I was a little yeah. buzzed up in my cookies. I mean, I, <laughs> I watched it, and it did seem pretty bad, like Right off, he broke his foot. I think it's right. broke. And they said that no, he's, he's got to have surgery. Yeah. yeah, it's season ending. But like people are like, "Oh, it's sprained." I'm like, "I don't know." No, terrible. So now they got Brock Purdy. He he's uh, a little next boy. Quarterback up. I have no idea. I've never seen him. No. I, I mean, I could look it up. He's probably like five inches taller than me. But on this, on TV, he looked pretty short, and he was slinging it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they are so talented in San Francisco. Like. They have so many pieces on offense, like so many weapons. Yeah, their defense is amazing. Hopefully he can distribute the ball, and I don't know. We'll see what they can do. Yeah, they do you think a... that's going to make a big difference? Like, is Jimmy – dude, he's 6'1". Think... Fuck that. I just looked him up. <laughs> Never mind. Take it back. Tall guy. I mean, I think we'll see how – I don't know. I think it could be a big difference for their wide receivers. Yeah. I think it could be better for Christian McCaffrey – yeah, and worse, I would say, better for Christian McCaffrey because number one, he's probably going to get more running, more, like touches. more, t- yeah, just more touches overall, and sure. he'll he's going to get more like short game out of the backfield when he's dumping stuff off to the running back and stuff. He's going to be backfield. like, I don't know what to do, right? Which they already do. He's already right. like it. Even even in this game when he came in, he already threw like most of his balls to Christian McCaffrey. I also think it might help. Debo Samuel, actually, because they like to hand him off and they they give him like they do these plays where they're scheming up just to get him the ball. Like they did that even more last year, I feel like. Right. So they they might go, so they know how to do it. They'll go right. I'm thinking it might be more beneficial for him to get plays like that and shit. It's going to be bad for the real receivers. Like I think it's right. I think Ayuk might be the one that gets hurt by it the most. And George Kittle probably will be hurt by it the most because they're the two like true pass catchers. And also Kittle's a big time blocker in their offense. So if they are going to run the ball more, Kittle will probably be used in that um, 
blocking game more. Who knows? Maybe this uh, pretty boy will be yeah, good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, shit, he could just be – some of these guys come in and, like, they know the offense, and that's really what you need, especially when you have, like, weapons like this. They don't mm-hmm. need him to win the game. They need him to right. distribute the ball and, like, not, not fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. So it's like if he can do that, then they could be fine. It could be, you know, Jimmy G all over the, all over again. So who knows? Yeah, how good be... G- we might uh, see how good Jimmy G really is. Right. If, if at all. So. And, okay, just because we're talking about it, and now we're on their third quarterback, just want to remind everybody that Trey Lance was the starter at the beginning of the season. Jesus Christ. And he came you out had him like rocking the and rolling, game. dude. Oh, bro. They, they would win the Super Bowl for sure. I agree. They, with their defense, they are a Super Bowl like contending team for sure. So, yeah. Um, it would be I... interesting to watch what happens with them. Was there any other? Oh, yeah. We did have Kenneth Walker come out. Say all these ankles. See, that one sucks. I'm playing yeah. Shuey, who's got Kenneth Walker. So he's that feeling the pain. Me. Did yeah. he get it? Was he out like zero points? He had some points, I think. I don't know. But he came but out with like he missed most of the game. Did that? He had it, well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have mattered. But, yeah, so, so he came out early. Uh, but I don't I think, think they really said I, anything about it. Just ankle, right? Yeah. Pete Pete Carroll called it a jammed ankle. And I don't know what the fuck that means. He didn't call it a sprain. Yeah, right, Pete. A jammed ankle. So hopefully he can uh, his foot come in. back in. Unjam it. I will say Geno Smith and those two wide receivers are are pretty fucking good over there. So yeah. if they can keep any little semblance of a run game, they should be okay. But it's a big blow to their offense with Kenneth Walker coming out. Who's their backup? Any idea? Well, he is their backup. Rashad Penny was the Who's starter. Their backup. Oh yeah. Their backup is um D- DJ Dallas. I mean, I want to say DJ Dallas. Okay. That might be and uh, yeah, it might be worth looking at. Especially if they they say that Kenneth Walker is going to miss any time. Because Penny's out for... He's on, he's on IR. He got hurt a long time ago. So he, he could be coming back pretty relatively soon. I don't think he is. I think he's season ending. Okay. I think he's out. out. That's why... Kenneth Walker was like such a being a big stud. deal, right? Yeah. Okay. Who else do we have? Traylon Burks, who's kind of been coming online. Yeah, he's rookie. been doing really well. He, I think he got a concussion, right? Concussion protocol, or they're he, thinking he might have. He, he left the game. I don't know what the I don't know what it really means when they go into the protocol. I don't know if that officially means he has a concussion, but we can assume that's what they're looking at at, at least. It looked like he kind of got fucked up on a play against the Eagles. Dude, Jacoby Myers, I was sitting there watching the Thursday night game, and they weren't really targeting him that much. They threw it to him in the end zone, and he got literally obliterated. Is that how he got hurt? He's questionable now. Yeah, Yeah, that's why. It's the same thing. So it's like that guy definitely has a concussion, and that's what they're saying. Right. And Traylon Burks, like I said, he's the rookie. He's the guy who replaced A.J. Brown in Tennessee. And A.J. Brown obviously went off on the other side for the Eagles. 
like and it just it. sucks so Traylon Burks was probably just trying his hardest to like not look you know bad you know not look like his feet are too small for AJ Brown's shoes you know that right. he left to fill which are big which are big yeah I'm sure um who else we do have there's a couple um injuries that do affect some of the good defenses so did you see yeah. go, ahead. go ahead sorry i was just gonna say normally like who the fuck cares right now about a defensive player but for our league it definitely matters for sure um who was it there the one of the cowboys cornerbacks achilles is done done for the season Anthony Brown, right? I believe. Yeah, Anthony Brown. And it's like Dallas has one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. Uh, like in actual football and in fantasy. fantasy in our league. And so I don't know what that's going to mean for them. Like that's one of their starting cornerbacks. And, you know. Well, that's. I think that's also something that you need to keep an eye on when you have a star receiver. You got to see where these defensive injuries, you know. Well, dude, like when I'm looking at my lineup, obviously everybody's going to have certain like lineup locks. You got players that you drafted them highly and they're going to just start for you like every week. You can't even think about benching them. But then you get down to your flex spot and you're really looking at like matchups and shit. It's so so important. Right. So you don't necessarily want to play receivers against the Cowboys or running backs for that matter. And all of a sudden, they got this injury, and it's like, okay, so you, you kind of maybe... got to do a little research, like right, who, not... who would he be right. matching up with? Same thing that didn't the the Jets, Michael Carter the second, same thing, ankle injury. I think they have I think... two Michael Carters on the team. Do they? They have the running back who just got hurt, well, and actually, they have their when I was cornerback. That, yeah, so it's a bad day to be a Michael Carter. Yeah, because <laughs> your guys are getting hurt. Uh, it doesn't look like it's necessarily that bad. Okay. He ankle. Might... Another fucking ankle, dude. Another Everyone ankle. wear your knee brace or your ankle braces. Cause... But that's the thing. It's like, he, it's just like a wide receiver. These cornerbacks are real skill guys. And like this ankle thing could really affect his game. It, it changes the, the script against other teams. Like if you don't have a lockdown, sure. dude, or even. And that's the thing, know, like, I don't necessarily team. know these guys, but cornerbacks, right, that's the thing. Like, some of these guys could be lockdown guys, and obviously, they even if they're not lockdown guys, guys they, you know? right. It's all, all the DBs and are tied together in coverage. I mean, even the linebackers are tied together in coverage. So you take out a starter somewhere, I mean, it's going to affect the whole, it's going to put a ripple effect out to the whole defense. Big time. And yeah, the Jets are one of the best defenses in our fantasy league. So we'll see what this does to them. But definitely something to consider. I think it's more more of a factor like when you're choosing receipts like that flex spot. Yeah. Like I'm sure. still gonna start the fucking Jets defense, probably, you know. But I mean, you'd like to think so. Good point. Who knows? I guess it like, depends. Dude, how so much earlier in the season, <clears throat> I picked up the Eagles defense earlier in the season and I was planning to keep them. Like I'm, I, they're still on my roster, but they're one of their defensive tackles got hurt earlier in the season, and actually, then they had two defensive tackles starters hurt, and then teams started running all over them, and their point average started to go down a little bit. So I was thinking about like dropping them, 
they got their guy back ended up keeping him but the point is that you i noticed yeah. the difference like in their points or imagine like a d end out for like even the pressure the right sack. like imagine if the if miles garrett didn't i mean i know yeah. the browns isn't like i mean they went off this week for you but if it's one of yeah you're not like a consistently we'll, we'll, we'll an amazing that, defense maybe. yeah but if miles garrett got hurt the browns defense is over Right, they're not going to be as good. Just like they won't. He's he's going to get a bunch of sacks. He's going to get a bunch of pressures. He's going to cause fumbles. Well, the pressure makes everyone else better too. You know what I right, mean? Right, which forces like not, not even fantasy shit. points. Like everyone's just going to play better. Right. So yeah, I mean, just stuff to consider. You got um, any more on that? I don't, we saw uh, what what was his name that we had that Browns rookie come in, David Bell. Yep, he left the game. I didn't really know him too well, but yeah, but he's he looks he did good. start to like get more snaps. Yeah, as he, he was. I noticed getting, him being involved more and more. These I, last I kept being weeks. like, "Who is that guy?" And yeah, yeah I, think he, I like him. I think he came out yeah. of Purdue, maybe. But he's got a fucking hand hand injury, which for a receiver, just like not great. Know. Yeah, yeah. What what does that mean? I don't know. And oh, another one. Uh, Speaking about receivers and like tight ends, the Bengals tight end came out of the game with a calf injury. So, Hurst. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really mess with tight ends in our league. I know in my other league, I had Hayden Hurst and um, was counting on him. And Yep. But that, looking at those injuries like that, even if it's someone we don't play, is like, all right, he's gone. So, someone else is right. going to get this. Oh, that's true. He's on the Bengals offense. Right. And so now, like That's maybe, great. maybe, obviously you're going to start Jamar Chase and you're going to start T. Higgins, but maybe now Tyler Boyd, Boyd, Boyd is a significantly alive. better play. Yep. Because, you know, their maybe number three pass catcher in Hayden Hurst is now potentially out. And even, I don't know, like the running specifically, backs. but a lot of those tight ends are like big time goal line workers. Oh, they yeah. Get for touchdowns, sure. So that, that could even sway. Yeah, oh, yeah. to like a running back. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And just, I mean, Joe Burrow, the guy throwing. I'm sure yeah. he's he likes to have the tight end out there. So, yeah. I think that was it. Is there any I missed you can think of? No. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. We... There were some big ones, dude. A lot of quarterback I... drama right. this week. The Jimmy G and obviously the Lamar Jackson ones are are – Huge and Tua would be huge. I just don't think it's that. It doesn't not, feel that yeah. serious. Right? Nope, completely fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always good to get the injuries out there and talk about it and see how it could affect us in fantasy. So there you go. Let's move to the top twelve players of the week so far. I should say before Monday night. Yeah, disclaimer. Disclaimer. I just think it's very interesting. And also shout out Brownies who Hell yeah. have the number one spot. Brownies defense, 45.4 points. Big brain over here started them. Huge fucking game. All those return yards and touchdowns and uh the special teams, you get all I those. I think points. I think, yeah. Is we we maybe should clarify that. So if I'm understanding correctly, yeah. Like when Donovan Peoples Jones returned yep. that, I got the yardage. You and get this touchdown or so, as the special teams, defense and special teams currently 
like the individual player, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who is returning, he does not get points for the yardage on his kick returns or punt returns. He gets which, the touchdown. He, but he gets the points for the touchdown. Anytime a player scores a touchdown, they're going to get points for it. But he he's not receiving points for the return yards right now, which I don't like. Uh, it's a note to change in the offseason. I can't. I don't want to change yeah. it in the middle of the season, but, but yeah, but the defense and special teams, like as a unit, they do get credit for all the return yards and all the kickoff yards and stuff like that. And the, and the touchdowns obviously too. So you Dude, like that explains like, cause I, I actually didn't not like, I wasn't, fully aware of that the whole time and right. sometimes i would be seeing defensive projections and i'm like why like yeah because their special teams are good yeah i mean like normally you're not going to get a ton of like kickoff return yards because a lot of teams are kicking it into the end zone or they're, right. they're covering really well where they're only going to get like you know 15 yards if they're catching it outside of the end zone and bringing it you know bringing it out they're going to get like 20 yards or something like that so you're not going to rack up that many points if the team, if the like special teams, the punt return unit is actually good and can return for yards. Yeah, like you're going to get some points that way. And then obviously when they score touchdowns and shit, you get points that way. If you block kicks, if you block punts, you get points that way. So there's a lot more ways for these defenses and special teams to get points. I mean, I like I like that as it is, but I think. All you have to do is change it to like if someone has Peoples Jones, he gets the yards as well. Yeah, I think that's true. I think in that, like it's, I'm I think it's fine for the that. defense. Yeah, okay. And it's knowing that now, because like even I didn't really realize, I just kind of put it together. If you have Peoples Jones and he is a punt returner, right? It might be beneficial to stack him with the defense that you have because you're going to double dip if he gets a touchdown. Your defense gets points for that touchdown in yards, and then Peoples Jones gets points for that touchdown. And next year, he'll get points for those yards too. So it's like, you know, right now people can stack a wide receiver and a quarterback and get like, you know, double dip on but points that way. And it's the same that, concept for, for receivers and defenses. That could really open up a weird flex spot though. Because like, wonder if one team's really good on special yeah. teams and they have this weird fucking little dude that always returns it that Bro. doesn't really play much else. You could grab him and be like, he gets, you know, he's going to get a hundred yards. Yeah, we should definitely, I'm, and I apologize. We, I've apologized to people who have talked about it individually to me, but yeah, it's something I'm going to change. It's on the top of my list of things to change in the off season. So we will get that taken care of, but, um, but yeah, you're right. I I mean, do you you think that's Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because dude, at this point in the season, looking at the waivers, no. If there's a guy on there who who has the potential to, to be a punt returner and get big yards like that, I guess it'd be why not? so risky. Like imagine but like Josh Cribs. I would you do have it. a Josh Cribs yes. who get I'll, like I'd gets minimal work in him. the receiving game, but he's getting a ton of fucking work in the return mm-hmm. game and punt. Like the Browns are getting so many like punt returns and shit, kick returns because people are scoring on him all the time and kicking off to him. Yep. I mean, I like even th- even think about like not a, it's not even a good return. Like he's probably going to get 20, 15 right. yards on some of those, right. you know? 
I don't think you you don't get you get minimal points for the yards. It's like right. but still something. A couple points. Which is huge for your defense, which I think it's point I think it's point one. So you need ten yards to get a full point. But if he you know, that's two points of I think that's the same as like other like running backs and receivers too. Yeah. I think. Um Yes, so all that was a long-winded intro to the top 12 players of the week. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But what I wanted to say was there are four defenses currently in the top 12 players of the week. Um, five wide receivers, two quarterbacks, and one running back. So I thought that breakdown is interesting. It and, is. And a little bit telling. And like I said, the Browns are number one, 45.4 points. Colin, I was questioning your – your Everyone play. was, dude. It's the Browns. Well, they just like that. you had a nice defense, I thought, and like for you to there, pull them out and plug the I Browns in, I was like a little bit like, what the heck? Thursday night. Because the Bills brilliant. are about to play. Right. And I was like, dude, they're about Obviously, to beat Obviously, it worked for you, and so I can say nothing else, but it was brilliant. Like, what an incredible fucking play, and you just needed it. Like, this week was a... Had to have it. Yeah, it had to have it. You got to take risks. I honestly was not confident doing that, but they were Forward. the best thing available. In certain times, you're going to want a safe floor. Certain times, you're going to want a, a huge upside, like, highest ceiling you A gamble. Get. Yep. A and game I, Davis. I guess I didn't know the Browns had such a high ceiling, but fuck, dude, oh, our did. special teams is good. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. All right, so after the Brownies, number two is Jalen Hurts with 40.4 points. And I guess I think, I think, is he in the MVP conversation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he should be. Real league. He should be number one. Real league. Real life. For sure. Yes. Real NFL. He is so fucking good. We should give out like a fantasy MVP too at the end of our season just to like, Definitely a player, not necessarily like a team in our league, but we should all vote on it. Who we thought the most valuable player to have. That would be cool. Just to know Jalen hurts has got to be up there. He is so fucking Dude, consistent. So good. And 40.4 points. Like if, if that's the ceiling, he's going to get you and even more. I think he's capable of more than that. Considering, I don't know if you have even like, Paid attention to the any Eagles games this season, dude. They jump up so quick on these teams in the first half. Half the time, like their starters don't even play in the second half, literally. And they just beat fucking people down. Beat they, them. They cr- bad. They cr- it's like they beat bad teams and then they crush good teams. Right, and that's what you, like that's what you got to do. It's just crazy. Like Jalen Hurts had forty points, and I guarantee you. Most of that was in the first half. It just yeah. it just blows my mind, man. He is so good, and I'm obviously I have. You know, I never AJ really Brown, thought about that. So, but dude, just imagine if if they're in competitive games where they're right. where these teams in the second half, like if they're in a competitive game with a competitive off another competitive offense, like the Chiefs, yep. and Patrick Mahomes is it has to score, be a shootout, right? Huh. And Jalen Hurts has to play into the second half. And, like, dude, that like, he could easily score 60 points. That's, like. Easily. Right. With his running ability, and he's got talented receivers, obviously, and they're just good. 
they're, they're so a good, good team. Their defense is good. They're all yeah, they're good all around. And I mean, which is more promising fantasy wise because right, I feel like a lot of times I'm looking straight at the player and not like what the team's doing. Yes. So that like a positive, you know, if the team's playing good. That means your your guys. I mean, obviously good. everybody's roster has players on teams that you wouldn't call good teams like the brownies aren't a good team in the nfl but we have a bunch of relevant fantasy players yeah i guess it goes both ways so like like people will yeah. score your points either way but the way i look at it and i don't know if this is just like stating the obvious but like you want players on good teams because in terms of offense a player on a better offense has more potential for more yards it's more potential yep. to score more touchdowns it's just as simple as that and if i think it, it matters big time for the like stars like the fantasy sure. stars because if you get late like the flex players you're always going to find those players that are getting points regardless of their team but for the big stars like but know, receivers... now here's what i'll say okay like Devonte adams he's not on a good yep. team this year and he is a bona fide star. Old, and he's the only guy. And he's the only guy. So some so there's yeah. an argument to be made like, okay, Both on a shitty team, uh, these guys could even be better because they're the only ones there to get the volume. And Good I point. and I understand that. And so And you know what? Their score so I was thinking of it almost as Devontae Adams is a, he is one of the best game. receivers in the league, regardless of offense. So I might be a bad example for what I was gonna say. Go ahead, sorry. But you know how, like your your point was, the Eagles just put it on early. But it's they're getting the fantasy points either way. It doesn't really matter right. if they're not playing the second half because well, they're just so good. But you know who is playing the second half? Their defense, their defenses, right? right. So, Ooh. which is good. They're getting. I mean, the way our league is set up, they can continue to earn points with sacks and interceptions and whatnot, and continue to hold them to, you know, fewer than 10 points or whatever, you know, whatever mark you're aiming for. But, yeah, I mean, a good team, just in general, I think, will yield more fantasy points. I just think that's – and there's an argument. I get the argument to be made the reverse, like on a shitty team. But, dude, if your offense – Right. Like, Devontae Adams can produce his own touchdowns. Because he is that type of player. Like, they're and they have. There's just. I mean, they're not going to go out there and just not play offense. Like they're going to try to, regardless of the team. And he's such a stud. But not every team. I'm trying to think of a good example. Without a stud. Or just like a good. Like how about this? How about like Terry McLaurin? Like Terry McLaurin on Washington. They have don't have a good quarterback. Their offense, hey, I don't know, dude. Like known they're as looking kind of Yeah, okay, they're changed. Okay, I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know what it's, I mean. I, no, I His ceiling know. is lower. Yeah. And, like, Devontae Adams, I think, just breaks that because he is, like, just the best receiver in the league. I'm pretty sure the Commanders did beat uh, the Eagles, by the way. They did. One of, one of their two losses. Them and my boy Tua. The Eagles needed to lose. I th- I feel yeah, like they, they needed they, to continue so to sharpen, yeah, sharpen their knives. You know, like Tyler said, get content. Good time for a loss. Right. Yep. Same. Yeah. Same thing. So what we say, Devon? That what I say, Jalen Hurts. 
40.4. Right behind him, Devontae Adams, 40.2. So he's going to get his no matter what. Like, yeah, he is their – I mean, I shouldn't say he is their whole offense. Him and Josh Jacobs just eat in that offense. They both can put up huge points. And Josh Jacobs had like 28 points this week. I was just going to say that. It's not even like Like they they didn't give him off. Right. That's crazy. But the thing is, their team fucking sucks. And I don't know if it's because their defense is terrible or if it's because Derek Carr is not great. Remember, if we rewound to the beginning of the season, who I thought was going to be good fantasy quarterbacks, Russell. Oh, yeah. And him. And Derek and like, Carr, yeah. What dude, about like I, and Aaron Rodgers, who's coming? Dude, I thought Derek Carr was going to be a fantasy superstar. Well, with really with did. how is he not? That's what I'm saying. How dude. is he not right? Look with at Devontae Adams is amazing. Wait, well, how I many points did who, he who has Derek Carr right now? I don't know because I dropped him to waivers, so someone has him as a backup. It's incredible that he is not a fantasy relevant quarterback. At least, like, we have a 12-man league. It says he's... he. Oh, Tom Roth has him. Oh, you fuck. Dude, Tom, your trade with Tom made him better than me. So I have the worst <laughs> roster in the league. That's why I was like, dude, I'm not even breaking that shit down because that sucks for me. He is actually a good... He's been getting 20 points. Week 9, 10, 11. Shit. 12, all 20-plus. Dude. He's just out of, I mean, depending who you said, Tom Roth has him. Yeah. Depending when he picked him up, like he's right on the starting territory. Cause he's ranked like 13th. Yeah. I'm surprised that he, he should definitely be a starter. I mean, he's had some bad, a couple In of bad league, ones for sure. Yes. In, all right. That makes sense. I think I just haven't looked at him cause I haven't really seen anyone playing him. He has he seven 20 plus point games. And then he has like four games that are in the teens and one really bad game where he has Dude, he's less than two points. That, that one point again. I think that's probably when I dropped him. Yeah. And I, dude, I can't believe I was playing Russell over him for a while. Oh, dude, I know. That's crazy. Except like the fantasy app doesn't seem to like him. He's yeah, never projects him high. He's playing good, dude. He's sleeping. I guess that's what Devontae Adams right. does to you. You throw it up to him and he'll fucking just catch Get it every time. Points. So, yeah, Devontae Adams. I'm happy to have him on my team. Right behind him, Amon Ross St. Brown, 36.7 points. So, he is a volume dude. He He's a, fo- a volume guy. He just, like, they just throw him, like, 50% of their balls in Detroit. Who has him? Ungi. Dude, he he might be well, maybe not for Ungi's team specifically, but he might be like the fantasy winner. Like he might win if you have him on your team. He did last year when he came yeah. on like at the end of the season. But people drafted him higher this year. Like Ungi would Ungi grabbed him like probably round like 5 or 6 maybe. Whereas like last year he was like a waiver guy. He was like a Christian um, Christian Watson of this year. Okay. Yeah, but so that, I mean, but they're even different if you players, drafted him, but, you know. Even if you drafted him, though, that, that's still kind of a risk. Oh, dude, Ungi like, is, is in good shape with his receivers. Him having um, DeAndre Hopkins 
and stashing him through the beginning of the season. Like, I'll be honest, when he drafted him at the beginning, I did not like that draft. Like, he drafted him where... I chuckled. He he got him in, like, round three or round four. <laughs> I think that's crazy, dude. Like, for a guy who didn't play the first half of the season, somehow, I mean... Let, let I me think put it he this played way. week seven. Okay. That's still half okay. of the regulars. No, basically that's half. literally half of our, right. ours. So let me put it this way. If Ungi spent that draft capital, like on, a, on an equal receiver in that range, who would have played all those weeks, do you think his record wouldn't, would be better than six and six right now? I like, mean, I'm just asking the yeah. question, like, do you think, DeAndre, yeah. because when DeAndre Dude, Hopkins been, came back, like, his he's, been winning Ungi, he's been right. winning Ungi weeks since he's came back. So it's like, imagine if Ungi had that consistent from the beginning of the season. But I would have to look at, Just like, go back and look at where he got him as compared Hindsight's to like, 2020, right. who he could have got, you know. Because I, w- I would have definitely drafted him, but not until, like, probably Garbage. round eight. Yeah. yeah, like when everyone's kind of forgot about it and just hit sure. draft. But yeah, I mean, Amon Ra. Getting back to the to our top twelve here, Amon Ra St. Brown is a fantastic fantasy player. He just gets so many balls thrown to him, and he is obviously really good and gets a lot of yards after the catch. I think. So yeah, right after Amon Ra is AJ Brown, thirty four point four points. He had a revenge game against the Titans this week, and obviously Jalen Hurts threw a bunch of touchdowns. Like, are we just going through your roster right now, Nick? Is that what we're doing? He is my number three receiver. That is so fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Um, Yeah. I don't know what, what else to say about it. He's fucking yeah, good. He's he had a great really game. Fucking good. The crazy thing is, I will say this. The crazy thing is, Devonta Smith, their number two receiver, also, I think, had a nice week with like 20 plus points. And it's like they I they're they are just all around good. Like their whole good. I, I would know, not have guessed. Apparently they don't Hurts. run the fucking ball. Miles well, because Jalen Hurts runs it, I think. He's right. like most of their they don't hand there. it off, I guess. Yeah. Right. They don't hand it off to Miles Sanders. But again, is it how what does he do week to week? Does he get you 10 plus? 10 plus. He went off the yeah, previous he has, week. Not, I've seen like him have big, huge week. weeks. I think he finished with over 10, maybe 12, 12 13 points. So he's like, so like consistent. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's good every once in a while. And they're like, yeah, I guess we're bored. Right. Well, I guess maybe off. just like game script. I don't know. Well, I don't know what it is. They must Dude, just he, spread the I'm ball around. I'm actually looking at it up right now. He had, he doesn't get, actually, he gets a lot of carries, but. Again, week four, Jacksonville, 27 carries, 35 points. And Hell yeah. His, his volume dips. Right. Last week, 21 carries, think, 36 points. So it, I think that their scared. offense is better. Like, they're able to throw the ball more. Yes. At the beginning of the season, they were, like, wanting to hand it off more. And also, it might have something to do with – they probably don't have him in, like, towards the end of the game. Because they're taking their offensive starters out when they're blowing these teams out of the water in the second half. So that might be what it is. I don't 
coming into the end of the season, if they start playing him more, I I I like Miles Sanders. I think he's pretty good. I did see uh, the notification, Nick. I see you're interested. (laughs) Yeah, you like that? Yeah. That mind fucked me the other day. I did not know that. (laughs) I knew I I had to mess with you because you went through and like. Yeah, I I deselect. I de interested everybody, and then I just went through like the top fifty players and just interested all the top fifty. So yeah. Um, right after AJ Brown, Joe Burrow, thirty-three point one four points. Joe Burr, big big game for him. Um, do you know how Jamar Chase ended up? Let me see if I can find uh, it. Because it's like, how do you have a big game? Did, did Did you watch that game at all? They were getting a little chippy. I think he got a uh, taunting penalty. Burrow did? No, Jamar Chase. Oh. Jamar Chase had 16 points. Yeah. Seven re- seven receptions, 97 yards, no touchdowns. I think um T Higgins had a touchdown. Higgins ate it up. And then Boyd had a mediocre game. But yeah, Jamar Chase, I'm pretty sure, was doing like the money. It looked chippy. I like <laughs> it. T Higgins had three receptions, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd, four receptions, 60 yards for 10 points. T Higgins had 12.5. So the receivers didn't really get that much, but Burrow with 30, you know, Dude, 30, it's fucking, you know who that points. game was about? Blake's genius. Oh, Samaj P. P. Ryan. P. Ryan had probably 30 points, dude. That's, he looked see. like a beast, too. They got to keep playing him. 26.6 points. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah he's he had good. some huge games, but keep in mind. He's coming because back. Right. That's because Joe Mixon has been hurt or he's had a concussion, been in the protocol. There's a chance he comes back and plays. Well, they, I, I feel like volume. they would be dumb not to just like split the backfield, right? Dude, Keep them both, both healthy, fresh, yeah, right. And so Piran good, is good obviously waiter. a good like, running back. He didn't score waiter. a touchdown this game, but oh, wait a minute, let me see his stat line. No touchdowns, and he had twenty six points. He rushed twenty one times for one hundred and six yards. Catches and he caught six balls. Wow, forty nine yards. Fantasy superstar. I mean, that is. Imagine if he would have scored a touchdown, thirty right. plus. Kind of jealous. Oh so, yeah, there's. Him. There you go. That's that explains the Joe Burrow with thirty three. Right after him is Tyree Kill with thirty two point one points. And didn't Waddle get hurt? Did he? Pretty sure. Shit! Did we miss that on our injury report? We might have. Good thing we. Um, yeah, dude, he had, well, he says he's healthy. He doesn't have a questionable tag. Oh, he's fine. He just sucked. Well, he had one reception for nine yards. That's insane. I I wonder if it has to do with, um, Tua getting hurt and coming out and just like the backup. It just, the offense doesn't run the same, you know, at that point in the game. I don't know. That's surprising. He's he was very consistent the whole season. He's it says he's playing through a leg injury, so that might be why the volume shifted a little. I mean, Tyree Kill though doesn't really matter. Yeah, Tyree's gonna get his. Yeah. He Jalen Waddle is even after. Well, actually, probably hasn't registered yet. So before I would say before this week, coming into this week, he was the number nine overall receiver in our league. Wow. So we'll see what this week does to that ranking, but interesting. Um, 
really we're talking about Tyree Kill here, though, who had 32 points. A really, really nice day for him, even with Tua being out. And like we said, he is just like so fucking good. He's going to get his. Yeah, it's like a bad week for him. 15. Point. He had 32, right? He had 146 yards uh, receiving yards, one touchdown. He had a 40 plus yard touchdown bonus. And he Dude, had and nine, didn't they play San Fran? Nine catches. Good fucking defense. Was yeah, they did. Thing? They did. Yeah. That you so know what? Like, that's probably that's probably what messed with the offense because San Francisco's right. defense is really good. Yeah, but just just shows you how just really good Tyreek Hill is. I mean, yeah, right. That's what it doesn't matter. He's incredible. He's gonna go off all the time. All right. So getting to the bottom of this list, we got the Eagles' defense, thirty-one point two points. It's another guy on my. It's another. Yep. Uh-huh. On my I team. know. Yep. But Skip. I, I want to say. <laughs> more of a big picture. I like that there's four defenses in the top of this list. I mean, it doesn't happen each week where it's where it's four out of the top twelve. But just the fact that like, I mean, I obviously like it this week. I, I just think it's different. Like most leagues don't have defenses that are relevant even. But so a lot of te- a lot of leagues don't even play defenses. Right. It's like would we rather the chance for our defense to go off or be starting a tight end in a 12 man league? That's going to get five Fuck points. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I haven't heard any complaints about it and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it seems to be going well for everybody. It's not like, I think people are more excited when their defenses do well, as opposed to being pissed off if they get beat up by their well, dude. I, I, I mean, I will say just for myself, as the second this is being the second year last year i didn't even it would be it, it was almost more similar to like kicker but our right. kickers are scoring more i just did not look bit. at streaming defenses as much as i do now oh yeah for sure they're definitely a bigger part of like the game plan week to week for, yeah like i'm i truly thought i would be streaming defenses and i got lucky not, and stumbled right. upon the eagles like early in the season and just I guess was smart, like not to say. I just mean like, I considered dropping <laughs> them several times. It's just like yeah. I kind of got lucky that I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just roll with them one more week. And then I, we started talking about it on here, and I, you know, it was like, shit, I should just keep them because they're valuable. Yeah. I'm not, I won't find a better one. You know, we're out here stashing defenses now. Right. We got no players. That's why. So right after Eagles defense, Christian McCaffrey with 30.3 points. So two defenses outscored Christian McCaffrey this week. A T-twist special. Yep. The twister. He's a stud. We'll see what happens with the twister this week. But this is the twister's bread and butter here. He drafted Christian McCaffrey. uh, I don't know what pick it was, like two or three. Went through Overall. the trade protocol. Kept him on his roster. Right, right. Kept him on. The I mean, roster. like McCaffrey's trade, not right. Me. I was like, "What? He yeah, traded I, for?" No, I was so confused there for a second. But he had the confidence in McCaffrey, and yeah, I think, especially with the Jimmy G um, injury, McCaffrey could it's just fine. be like a more more and more important part of. And you know what? Offense. This is a good example of when the team is good. 
Like if they sucked ass and Jimmy G went down, then it's kind of like I mean he's gonna get points, right. but right. I mean they want to doesn't necessarily win, so. bury the whole offense, like right. You know, because they're still trying. That's a good point. So um, after McCaffrey, we got the 49ers defense with 29.9 points. That uh, That's Matt's defense, I think. I think I drafted them. That must be. Like at the beginning of the season, I would have drafted them thinking they were going to be one of the better defenses. But it's like. When I was drafting a defense this season, I wasn't looking at the full season. No, like for a defense, I'm at looking at week one, two, and three, maybe just week one no, and two. Basically, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even think I factored in matchups. I was just looking at what team do I think is going to have a good defense. Yeah, that's that was, not how I was looking at it, but I sh- probably should have. Like, if you did draft the 49ers, thinking that, then that was a good job. I mean, that was well, good I logic think, to use because look at them now. Let's see what right. Yeah, but we'll have to go to the – I mean, I think I did. They are the number okay. four ranked defense in our league. And that – yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, the Patriots are number one, but they, the like you said, matchups recently have not been – Dude, this hot. is crazy. Eagles are number three ranked defense in the league. 49ers are number four ranked defense in the league. Um, Cowboys, who are number 12 in our top 12 this week – with 29.4 points is the number two defense in the league. So hmm. these defense, I mean, they're like, hmm. yeah, that seems like pretty consistent. I would say, you know, if they're showing up in the top 12 and they're, they're that rank in the league. I mean, I like it, especially because right now I've like, I've been putting in scrubs. I mean, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. When I mean, dude, look what you did with the Browns. Right. On the flip right. side, the Browns are saying. are ranked 13th in the league right now in for, in terms of defense. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's just another option. Because right. it's not like I'm going to start some random flex guy that's going to get 40 points. Well, that's why I'm talking about maybe opening up the uh, one of the flex spots to a defense next season. That this, would I be don't an know, interesting dude. That's going to... It, we'll have to talk about that, but I think that's going to be way not good. Really? Because no one would ever, no one would ever drop a defense. And there's 12 teams. We're, we're going to have 24 defenses all the time. Yeah, but that would mean that there's them. more, like low end receivers, Players. more low end running what? backs that are potentially on waivers. Because right now, the way I look at it is like, okay, if you look at waivers right now, they're miserable. They're miserable. Like running backs and wide receivers, uh, not good. Like in terms of projections, not good. Like when you scroll like down six, and you're seven, like, oh, eight. these these defenses, like they're projected 14 points. They're projected 13 points. It's like they wouldn't be there. No, they wouldn't be there. But what I'm saying is then these like low end projected like 10 points running backs or projected 10 point receivers will be on waivers. It'll just, it'll just like see people, you know, people have to make a decision who's more valuable week to week. I mean, you can only play two defense defenses, but you can right. play. I'd, I'd hold three. Receivers. I'd have three defenses. Yeah. But then if you're drafting them. Yeah. No, I mean, I just hold, hang on to them. Cause then it's like, if, if I can play two of you guys and I get a bye week and I'm guaranteed basically 15 points, 
as compared to some I mean there's not going to be many flex guys coming available with 15. That's that's true. It would basically just be two defensive spots. Right. Every because all the projections for defenses like you could go down through the list and it's going to take you a while before you find like equal I mean I know the projections would go up for receivers. So currently there are only two defenses that are projected less than 10 points and they are projected 9.9 and 9.6. Right. And they might go off. <laughs> There's a, so. And that's the chargers and the bears. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you might be right about that. I might be, a I'm, bit... I'm telling you, dude, I have three defenses. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying that I would yeah. definitely be stashing at least one other defense on my, but on my, bench. is that bad then that then we're just drafting defenses. It's not Maybe. bad. I think it just adds another layer to what you're yeah. talking about. And like I said, it, it's, you don't have an infinite bench, so you're going to have to drop other players somewhere else. So it's like, yeah, running backs are still going to be, but like, we don't like, did you even think about drafting a defense? Really? Like I was always worried no. about players. If we have two and they're scoring like this. Now, I, then I would. Yeah. Don't you think that adds more thought to the whole thing? Yeah, but it's that's a lot of work. What are you too. thinking about? Well, not really. I mean, at some point, you're just going off the numbers I mean, did of it, year. No, I'm saying draft day. Yeah, at some point, you're just basing like the next best defense on, on you know, rank them. But when half. do you draft them, dude? I usually just get them way late. Who cares? defense i'll switch them out every week that's yeah. what i think you think defenses would be in the first round uh, dude probably i mean if they, they score are... more than quarterbacks dude well they're not project they're they're projected about the same as quarterbacks are projected there's like, not a bit there's i don't think there's been a defense that's been projected like more than 20 points which is weird because they, they are consistently scoring more than 20 some of them are yeah patriots are but I just think like you, they it can't predict like punt return yards, shit like and kickoff return yards. Good point. I don't know. It's we'll interesting. Talk, I mean, it's yeah, at. yeah. We'll Definitely an off-season topic to talk about. To get back to our list here, I did say 49ers defense and Cowboys defense. They are ten and twelve respectively in this list. So that means the only player I have left to talk about is number 11, Tyler Lockett, 29.8 points. And let me see who has Tyler Lockett right now. You know, Colin? I want to talk about a who? Oh, who Matt. Has yeah, Matt, Matt has it. He's been coming alive. Yeah, he does. He's they figured really something good. out. He gets a lot of targets. He's a PPR machine. Let's see what his... um. Stat line was this game. He had a touchdown. He had nine receptions, and he had 128 yards receiving. How many targets? Let me see if I can. He had 12 targets today. That's what you love to see. Caught nine. They're playing the Rams defense, which is not great. But I mean, 12 targets. This was tied, literally. 29.9 against New Orleans in week five, and this was 29.8 in week 13. For What do you mean, for his top scores? For his top games. And then he had okay. one other 21-point game, and everything else is like teens and a couple single digits. 
So not amazing, but like I've been trying to acquire him, Tyler Lockett, all season. Matt wouldn't trade him to me. But this is the type of player I like. He gets a lot of targets. He's got the potential for touchdowns, but he he's going to have 15 points. Yeah. In PPR league, yeah. you want the consistent targets. I mean, yeah, you want the big playability. Like some of these receivers, they have a higher ceiling than Tyler Lockett. But I mean, a bad shit, week, though, is like he's, a good he's in the top 12 right now. So that says something. I think, like I said, this is his best um, like performance. He hasn't broke 30. So his ceiling truly isn't quite as high as like a Devontae Adams or it's like Jamal, being in Jamar an Chase. attic with a low ceiling. Sure. Like you're gonna, you're, you're gonna your be up there, lot. but you're kinda ducking down. Yeah. You know, you're still up high. But you yes. can't really get that much higher. So that wraps up the top twelve. I think that's pretty interesting. It will probably change after tonight's game. Who do you think will be coming out of tonight's game, which is uh, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans? Who do you think will have the most fantasy points in our league? You mean team? Out of any like player. A... Just any player involved in this matchup tonight. Oh, in the matchup tonight. Right. Oh, easy. Um, <laughs> Godwin. I was thinking the same thing. Well, let's check and see what uh, Tampa Bay's defense looks like. Chris Godwin for 30 or no, 28.6. They are projected this week to have 13 points, Bucks defense. So I think that's, I mean, I they're going to have more than that, but it's not going to be anything crazy. I also think Godwin will probably have the most points. But that could mean that uh, Tom Brady might. I don't. Well, um, Rashad White. Oh, I guess Ooh, Fournette is, Fournette oh, yeah, is Fournette playing, is but I think he's going to be probably limited. So depending what this, the scheme is, if they're throwing or if they're running, could be Rashad White. But you're going with Godwin? Yeah, Godwin. I'm going to go with. Wait, let's see what New Orleans defense. I think I might go with New Orleans defense. Oh, oh, no, never mind. Oh, they have Mike Evans playing, too. I forgot about him. Projected 10 points. Hmm. You got I'm Olave go with as the... an option. Oh, that's true, too. I think, no, I'm going to go with the Bucks defense. Is going to have the most fantasy points in this match, in this like game. You should have picked your kicker, dude. Ryan suck balls. <laughs> suck up. Ryan suck up. It's like, what kind of last name is Suck Up? I don't know, but he makes... People probably say, what kind of last name is Humphreys? Yep. I don't care. All right. You got anything else? No, I don't think so. You got anybody playing tonight's game? Um, No, I'm done, but... I got Z-Kicker. But I don't really care. I think I got this thing in the bag. Shui has... What do you mean you think? Well, should we ask Chris Olave in the Saints defense? Dude, you're beating him by 100 Sorry. points. <laughs> I'm beating him by 100 More than 100 points. points. Yeah. 
It's like, oh yeah, little did you know, Shuri has a <laughs> second team full roster playing tonight. What the hell his, are you talking about? His projection is one nineteen. Also, I would currently has I don't 90. know when I don't know when we've last talked, but I will say this, even though we didn't go over matchups, time to put some respect on Matt's name. I think I've been dodging him a little bit, dogging him. He's looking Wait, pretty damn good. I know, dude. I can't believe he's beating Tyler right now. Yeah. Like I said, we'll we'll talk about him, but yeah. Matt. Shout, Shout out, out Matt. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Just, what it, what's his name? The Vengeful. Yeah, Matt the Vengeful. Massaging Watson. It's just like you can't count this guy out. Okay, he's got Alvin Kamara tonight. He's already winning by 20 points. So unless Kamara has negative 20 points, he's got this one in the bag. Yeah, Matt, you might want to bench him. That shit is great. And you know what really did it for Tyler is Travis Kelsey had seven points. Yeah. Wow. But Matt just had a great all all the way down, like a great week. We'll have to break it down at some point, but yeah, I just wanted to give a Matt shout out. Shout out, Matt. And actually, Tyler, you get nervous and also to the, to the solo number one. Yeah, but hey, you look thanks, buddy. I'm trying not to use up all my points in the goddamn regular season. Oh, oh my oh yeah, try not to score too much, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I just yeah. I'm trying not to pull Thomas. That's all. All right. Well, that's it. All right. Well, sounds like Colin is all done. So <laughs> I am Commissioner Humphreys, and he is Colin the Mustache Premier. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. I know this wasn't quite as many of a pod as we normally do on Monday, but enjoy. I think we actually had some good shit in here today. So, yeah. Everybody, uh, good luck on Monday night, and we will talk to you soon to go over the updated rankings and, and Let's records. Go. Let's go. So peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.